It's the FDL pod with President BA. It's just a game. It's just a game. Just remain calm. Stay positive. It's just a game. Maybe start this one a little bit more upbeat. You sounded a bit monotone and borderline depressed last pod. Come on, BA, lift yourself up. Good evening and welcome to the pod, the FDL pod, I believe it is called. Um, Game week one is in the books. I think that might be a saying that I use or I may forget about it come next week. The FDL pod is fully back, fully up and running weekly. I've kept my promise. I'm back as early as possibly I could be at the end of game week one. Lots has happened. I'm going to try and keep a a format to this pod, similar to how I did before. Um, So there's a bit of a flow. But over the first few weeks, it will take a little while for me to get into my stride. And I've also had some comments that I pispronounced too many of my worms last week. Yep. Ah! So I'm going to improve my articulation and pronunciation this week also, is my intention. Right. Yep. Wasn't the best game week, so but I'm still here. And what I will do, I'll always start with me. So let's go to TRQ, number 11 I see here as I click in. I guess that's not too bad. There are 32 people this season. So let's have a look at bounce back ability. Bounce back ability. Game week one, 67 points. The average points was 50. Nice one. It's always, it's always a good feeling to have comfortably got above the average points. Uh, particularly in the early stages when lots of people have played properly. Later in the season, uh, go ship teams sometimes drag that average points down a bit. 67, yeah, respectable. Yeah, I'm, fairly, I'm fairly happy with that. My team, my goalkeeper, McCarthy, two points. He's going to be my goalkeeper for the foreseeable, so take the roughs with the smooths with him. I expected a tiny bit more from him. Um, I was hoping for a clean sheet against Palace. I didn't think they'd threaten that much. I watched that game. I did lose interest a bit at points. But, um, yeah, Southampton were all right. Walker Peters won. That's an issue I do have with my team. I don't want long-term a double Southampton defence. But Walker Peters at 4.5 is a fairly attacking fullback who I was as certain as I could be, was nailed. Um, he can come out at a later stage, but isn't a big concern for me yet. I'll talk about how I'll rotate him, although I don't think I can this week due to the fixtures. Um, and he was very close in the 95th minute. He put the ball over to Danny Ings, who's also in my team, who had a decent header. And um, the keeper of Palace, who's that, the guitar man? Um Made a really good save. Great save. Yeah, it was very um, 
instinctive to make that save. That could have made a big difference to my game week if I get the Walker-Peters assist and the Ings goal. So three points between them. Trent only got me one point. We all know what happened with Liverpool. Trent again, he's probably there for the season. Um, there's not much chance of me moving him out. You know, the only move I'd sort of consider is probably him to Robbo or someone, but that's always a dangerous sideways move that can backfire. Trent will score a few free kicks. Liverpool will be tighter at the back, especially after that. I'm not worried about Trent. Eric Dyer. Now, Eric Dyer was Matt Doherty in my team for a while. The Doc. Love the Doc. Been a big fan of his for seasons. He's always done me well. When I did the last pod, when I was looking at this screen, Matt Doherty was still in my team. He came out within an hour before the deadline. It was probably within 30 minutes. I'll explain a little bit more about that when I get to my midfield. Why? Um, so I was scared that Doherty was going to punish me. He didn't. I've not watched the highlights of that game. Uh, I've been warned not to. Um, so Dyer at 5 million. I fought with Spurs. Even if they're shit, Mourinho will keep clean sheets. Um, and he didn't. But a few people told me that Everton were quite good. They had some good attacking moves. James has settled in well and him and Richarlison already linking up well apparently. And of course DCL is essential. So that's not a big concern at the minute though. Spurs will get lots of clean sheets. My hero in defence is the Wolves man. The Wolves. Sayus. Or in that very early Simpsons episode... Dr. Sayus, Dr. Sayus, oh, Dr. Sayus. Do you remember that one? It's in, they're doing like a Planet of the Apes sketch or something, isn't it? And they all sing, Dr. Sayus, Dr. Sayus, oh, Dr. Sayus. Okay, I'm going to probably YouTube that after this. I'm pretty sure that's something. Uh, 15 points. Goal, clean sheet, free bones, max bones. Fantastic! I needed that this morning because the first thing I checked was the Spur, uh, not Spurs, my two Chelsea boys who hadn't done anything, although Werner did get an assist when I looked closer. Um, it was actually a message from Timmy I saw that alerted me to Sayers' goal before I'd even checked the score. Saved my game week massively there, 15 points, huge. Midfield, captain Aboumiang. When, when I watched that game, I'd said that Arsenal would have some... Um, I didn't say they would. I said Arsenal could potentially have some FPL assets this year, and I think they certainly will have. Uh, Willian. Mm, was it a pun? Almost. They will have. Or the, the will be players you'll be putting in. Could yeah. If I'd have thought about that, I could have made that into a good pun. Willian got a hat-trick of an assists. Excuse the squeaky chair. Um, Uber on another day could have had more goals. It was a good captain choice. I thought Arsenal would win 3 or 4 0, um, and they did. What was it? 3 Yeah, 3 0 in the end. Salah, 20 points. He was never not going to be in my team. I had swapped captaincy between him and Uber a few times, but I won't lie, most of the time it was on Uber, so I can't grumble that I didn't captain him. Um, yeah, I wasn't as confident in him in that game as I was as in Uber. Two of Salah's goals were penalties, but of course he takes penalties, so that's to be expected. ASM, Alan St. Maximin, 
he got a clean sheet, so he got me three points. Uh, watched the highlights of that game. Newcastle looked like they might have learned how to attack a little bit. To be fair, Wilson looked like the player more so than Allen. And we're yet to see how Fraser affects that. And that Hendrick bloke as well was doing bits, wasn't he? So I'm not worried about Allen at the minute. I think he's still a good pick. Newcastle have some decent fixtures upcoming. Let's have a look. Hmm, not massively actually. Spurs, Burnley, United, Wolves. None of those are easy. It's after that. Then it's Everton, Southampton, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Villa, West Brom. This later their fixtures get good. Maybe I don't. Mm. He's not a big concern at the minute. But I think Alan will have a few moments of magic. He's the sort of bloke that will get a hat-trick of assists or a hat-trick of goals in one game and go quiet for a couple. He may not be around for too long, depending on the moves that I make. Kai Havertz. This is why I ripped my team up in the hour before deadline. Suddenly got panicked that I needed him in my team. Timmy had told me that he was really good. They'd watched him in the Bundesliga. Um, all the Twitter chat was saying that he's an absolute baller. Um, and with Chelsea's new sign-ins and a bit of hype and my assumption that Brighton aren't very good at football or the fact that I know that I thought um, Chelsea were going to score four five goals rip them apart play some really sexy football I've not gone around to watching the highlights of that yet although I heard that Reese James's goal was very good um, yeah from what I've read though Werner was more of the uh, the one involved in Havertz but perhaps it's going to take him a while to adjust Chelsea weren't at full strength. Maybe in a team where Pulisic and uh, who are the other blokes? Ziyech, is that how you say his name? When they all play, if they do all play together, maybe then it will be magic. But yeah, he's a concern for now because I brought him in and what I do next, he's, he's potentially cost me four points or more so actually I'll explain why when I get to my bench so my two strikers were Werner and Ings Ings like I said unlucky not to score in the last minute he was involved in everything as normal um, but didn't turn into any assists or goals Werner managed to get himself an assist he's got a yellow flag here he didn't get subbed off though did he I didn't see dead leg 75% chance of playing I hate those ones I'll have to read up on then if he's going to be fit this weekend or not Benchies, got some bench points, barely. Nyland didn't play, nor did Davies. Basuma got two, that doesn't count as Benchies. But Mitchell, another one of the other reasons why I didn't rip my team up, but I made some late changes, is when I did this pre-season pod, I had five at the back for game week one, with Mitchell being one of them. And knowing FPL, and that most of the points will come from midfield and attack, and I only had five out. I was like, how, how is this my game week one team with five at the back and they weren't even a five I was confident in and Mitchell, who I knew nothing about other than he was likely to start because Palace had so many defensive problems. So Mitchell worries, along with Havertz, made me drop the dock down to Dyer, get Havertz in, and get Mitchell on the bench because I couldn't face game week one starting Mitchell and I thought that Danny Ings was going to score as well. 
Um, turns out that he didn't. The Palace weren't too bad. Uh, Zaha was very sharp on the attack. He'll certainly be one I'll be keeping an eye on. And Mitchell got six points, and he's stuck, and he's stuck on my bench. All right, so the first 12 minutes of the pod is entirely talking about me, and I'm not done yet. Um, I'm going to tell you a bit more about my Plantsfer Trans. There it is again. Plantsfer Trans. Transfer plans. Okay, sometimes I will say things wrong. I'm just going to have a sip of my tea here. Yeah, you're going to get a little deeper look into my mind because I'm just going to think out loud when I do these now. And I don't think it's going to uh, be detrimental to my FPL performance if I talk out loud because I could have told you all my team last week and that changed dramatically. I know that every week's not the same as the start of the season when you've got unlimited fixtures. But my team, before I had to get Havertz in and bench Mitchell, because that was so necessary at 30 minutes before deadline, uh, was I had Mason Greenwood on my bench. Because um, at 7.5, I thought he was just too cheap to ignore. And it would seem he's still likely to start because they've not signed Sancho or anyone else that will take his position in the team. Um... And I did have 0.5 in the bank uh, to upgrade Danny Ings to Marshall, which I did keep even after the changes. And I did that transfer early because I wanted it done and I wanted to look at how my team looks. So I've done Ings to Marshall. Long term, I want Marshall over Ings. So now I'm in the conundrum of if I want Mason Greenwood, it's going to cost me four points. And the point of getting Havertz in was if he blew up, and then if I was still desperate for Greenwood, the four points I would have gained, or more so already, so I wouldn't care, or Havertz would have been that good that I don't need to get Greenwood because Havertz, I'm going to keep him for the whole season. Uh, so if I go to pick team and look how my team lines up for next week, yeah, Havertz is against Liverpool, do I want Greenwood at home to Crystal Palace for a minus four or Havertz away to Liverpool? In a Chelsea side that probably will improve, they might have some of the other players back and Liverpool did not convince that they're going to be super tight at the back. Although having said that, having just conceded far too many goals, are they going to be more tight than they would have been because they have just done defensive drills all week and Klopp would have blew his top at them um, either way I've still got then got to start in defence Dyer, that's fine Trent that's fine and then of oh, three other playing defenders to choose from I've got Dr Sace he's at home against Man City Walker Peters is at home against uh, Spurs and Mitchell's away against United so Peters is the obvious choice because Spurs are shit Excuse my language, sorry. Some of you asked if I'd be swearing on this. Not often, but it will slip out. Um, but I've already got McCarthy as well. And I, d I don't want the double Southampton, necessarily. Um, Mitchell away against United, no. So it's Dr. Sayers at home against Man City. Wolves will be tight, but can they stop Man City scoring for a full 90 minutes? Or I'm back on the... The double, the double Southampton. 
Uh, maybe I'll go Sace. He, he repaid me this week for my faith in him. Uh, but also, I need to start Basuma in midfield. Unless I play Walker-Peters over Basuma, who's away at Newcastle. Um, and this could still be after a minus four. So these are concerns I have about my squad at the moment. That I'm still not getting a very strong 11 out. I'm getting a strong 10. And some weeks the fixtures will be kinder and those defenders will rotate better. I'm not going to write out a long plan of game week three, bench Walker-Peters, game week seven, play Mitchell, etc. Um, but I don't, I don't want to be taking too many hits. So that's me and my team, how I feel about it now, what I've done and the most likely thing I may or may not do. Um, good. Well, that's... That's the end of the pod, thanks. I've just got that off my chest. See you later. No, banter. Right, let's get into you lot. You probably like hearing about yourselves, don't you? So what I'll do is I'll go to the real quiz and I'll go straight to the top. And it's Isco Disco, Lee Farrell, who has had um, some challenging seasons as of late. Um, I'm sure he'll message in and correct me and tell me that he's won a cup somewhere or he had a decent run, but I can't remember him being a contender recently. He's come in with 90 points. And I'll tell you how he did it. He got Ryan in goal for one point, uh, Trent for one point, Webster for one point. That's a good start. He played Mitchell for six. He's got Keane from Everton. He's got six points. Uh, Captain Salah, so there's 40 of the 90. Ward Prowse got him two. He's got Uber as well. We've got him seven. And then it was his front line that got all the other points. Vardy with 13. Wilson with eight. Werner with five. Yeah, I expect to see Wilson in a few more teams. What is he, six million? He's 6.5. Okay. Yeah, Wilson at 6.5 is going to be the goal scorer at Newcastle, it would seem. He looked a bit revitalised. Taft's got Fraser as well. I guess, that, was he trying to play him and get auto-subbed? Yeah, Fraser came out for Webster. That makes more sense. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Fraser gets on. I don't think Newcastle are going to get lots and lots of goals, but it looks like they might start scoring more. But we can't forget they were playing West Ham, um, who by all accounts are, sh uh, are useless to try and keep this half-user-friendly. So that's, that's how Taft did it. Uh, he only had Reed who played on his bench. The rest don't play. So he's not got a load of cover. But um, goals. Goal scorers, really, is what he got. Two penalty takers. Vardy, two penalties. Salah, two penalties. Four penalties. Points. Penalties equal points. So that was 90 points in a game week. Let's go to the bottom. <laughs> Scrud. Only 35 points. Remember, the average across the world was 50 this game week. Apollo Screed. McCarthy in net. Ah, oh, yeah. I had had screenshots of Screed's team. Um, and even some snippets of conversation around it, actually. Um, he's got three Liverpool defenders. But not the best three. Two of the best three. And Gomez. He's got Trent, Gomez and Robbo. Now, what I'll say with this is, whereas having two Liverpool defenders is expensive, and yeah, it didn't go well this week, it's been one game week, so what? There's nothing wrong with having two, and season long, that could definitely work. 
I mentioned last week the price points and how they drop in 0.5. Um, and that's definitely a way as Van Dyke scored this week, didn't he? And Robbo got an assist. Trent was the only one who doesn't. So even when they do concede, there's always opportunities for goals. But Gomez, let me just check his price, at 5.5, I don't think he's worth his value because he's he rarely scores. And even in the games that he does, he's probably going to be much more outshone than other players, defenders also for Liverpool. So he's going to do well to get into the bonus points, whereas Trent, Verge and Robbo don't struggle as much. And he's not a clean sheet machine. Liverpool are not yet, or weren't at the end of last season either, strong, consistent, clean sheets. So to pay 5.5 for a defender in a Liverpool team, I would need gold threat, goal threat, assist threat, etc. Um... So I found that strange that he went with three and one of them being Gomez. And also, that means, of course, he doesn't have Salah or Mane. And I did hear it on the grapevine that Mo Salah will never enter the land of Screed. Um, which is mental because Mo Salah over the last two seasons, three seasons, two seasons at least, has been one of, if not the highest, point scorers and very consistent at it, at FPL. He's also very good at football. Um, he takes penalties for Liverpool. He's one of their most attacking and aggressively attacking players. He plays as much as any player can play to be nailed, really, in a side that will need to rotate a little bit. So starting without him... Maybe not mental. Of course, it looks a bit silly now after you've got a hat-trick game week one. Um, but not entirely mental to spread your funds elsewhere. But to say that you'll never own him, that's that's madness. That's Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. So where did he spread those funds? Well, already into his defence a bit. He captained Ober, which was a good move. I did that. It paid off to an extent. Seven points doubled up to 14. He's got Mason Mount, Harvey Barnes, and Son. Yeah, lots of people fancied Son. He was at a decent price point, uh, nine million. Uh, he gets potentially he's the more attacking player in the Spurs side than Kane. He gets forward more than Kane, perhaps. Um, yeah, worth a go. Barnes, I'm not sold on that in the Leicester team. Uh, a couple of their defenders, perhaps, and Jamie Vardy would be the only people I'm interested in in that side. How much is Barnes? Seven million? Yeah, that's too much money for Harvey Barnes. No. Mount? Yeah, Mount was fairly cheap. I think that's he's seven million as well. But I think that's because he's not he's not going to be nailed when everyone's fit, which they soon will be. Um, but decent to start with Mount, because I guess if the others aren't fit, then he was going to start. And I did think Chelsea would start stronger than they did. Um, but yeah, you've, the money that's not Salah has not been spread that well, I don't think, there. He's got Richardson up front. That's a decent punt. Uh, apparently Everton were good and Richie looked up for it. He's a forward now and he's only 8 million, so that's a decent forward slot. Danny Ings. Danny Ings will score goals over the season. Um, Antonio. Antonio is the one that I didn't get either. Yeah, his price is all right, 6.5. If West Ham are going to score, he'll likely have a hand in it. He had a good end to the last season. 
Project Restart, that was what it was called. Remembered that from the last pod. Um, but I'll tell you Antonio's fixtures coming up now. Next, he's got Arsenal away, then Wolves at home, then Leicester away, then Tottenham away, Man City at home, Liverpool away. How, how many goals in those next six matches, seven matches, how many goals is he going to score? Yeah, I guess if it was a one-week punt, fair enough. But, yeah, maybe maybe so that was just for one week and next week I'm going to turn him into Mitrovic or I guess maybe more likely Callum Wilson now at the same price. Um, yeah, but strange to start with someone who immediately is going to go on a really bad run. Um, he had Mitchell on his bench for, for six points. Yeah, so Scrud, in brief, I don't get Gomez. I don't see seven million value in Barnes. Antonio, strange, unless you're, you've not got bigger plans than just to transfer him out for someone else. Um, never owning Salah will will be very detrimental to you, for sure. Good. So that was the top and the bottom of the real quiz. All that being said, um, next up, yeah, on the list, let's have a look at the head-to-head. -head. That was it. I've written a, a list on a post-it note here to keep me on track. Head-to-head, -head, I sent the emoji Alice's through in the group earlier, which of course highlighted Zisco Disco as the, the rocket emoji, means he's flying with loads of points. The poo emoji obviously went to Screed, um, means he got the lowest amount of points. Ed Blatter got a wink and a, a, a tongue out because his score was 69. Uh, Ken got the frustra frustration or frustrated emoji because he was what we used to call the biggest loser. Sip of tea. That's the team that scored the most points um, but still managed to lose. Ken got 72 but still lost to Gibby's 81. That was unfortunate because there's lots of teams. I can't bother to count, there's too many. There's lots of teams he would have beat. And the opposite side of the biggest loser is the sneak of the week that gets the snake emoji, the slivery little snake that slimed their way of victory with a low score, but just happened to be more than their opponents. And that was Heart of Goals, Deck Chair Steve, 59. He beat Wizard of Ox, who scored 58. Um, I was a close contender for that. I got 67 and lost to Ed Blatter's 69. Frustrating. That's head-to-head. -head. You don't have to have the best game week. You just need to score more points than your opponent does that week. And speaking of uh, Deck Chair Steve, Heart of Goals, he's still just working on the coding to get the scores linked to the fixtures. Um, so you can't see yet who's won the tag team uh, fixture for game week one or see the league table. That is coming soon and there is no rush deck chair if you're listening. We all more than appreciate what you've done with that site and setting it up. Um, and we don't really need to see a league table after one game week. And if people are desperate to work it out, do, do the math. Add what you do is you get your score, add it to your partner's score and then get your opponents get their scores add them together and see which one is is greater if your score is greater you've won 
if your opponent's score is greater than they've won, and if the scores are equal, um, then it's a draw. So, and you could even if you, if you wrote it down, you could use the greater than and less than symbols that I taught Gilly about. And remember, the crocodile's mouth always opens towards the bigger number because the crocodile is always hungry and greedy. So then, then you know how those those symbol works. Okay, so have a little look ahead at next week just so I know who I'm playing. Uh, fixtures. Busby Babes will play Beef Salona. Maniacs will play Nice Little Werner, Davs. Hashtags will play The K-Hunts. Skid will play Gilly. Gilbert's team name this year is all lowercase Gilbert and a zero. I wonder if he meant that zero or if that was just a little typo at the end, perhaps. Hmm... Sangsum Supernova play uh, Jazz. Slim will play Tomo. I've got Trigger, so we'll look at Trigger's team next. Ed will play Darcy. Tony will play Is Inform Isco Disco. The Spearman will play John Boy. Wimbo versus New Dork Giants. Oh, we need to mention him as well. And Al also need to mention him. Good, this has reminded me. Heart of Goals, Al will play Heart of Goals, and Wizard of Ox will play Apollo Screed. Tag team partners, those two. Um, and it may not all be sort of love and peace in their camp at the moment, following discussions around Screed's team performance and attitude to moving it forwards. Right, who are the people I need to mention? Dork. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Dork pulled out live jingle. Uh, pulled out, I think, the earliest transfers in our league. He took a four-point hit. He took out Salah before he'd even played. Um, obviously, went on to get a hat-trick. And he ripped someone else out to get Willian. And there was Salah for Willian. And uh, someone else. Maybe United player. Maybe that was his pre-planned move. Pre um, speaking of Willian, I think he's gone up point one anyway. So that might have saved you 0.1 million I'll have a look at the prices at the end yeah you wouldn't like Dork when he's angry and he was angry who else do I need to mention Al Al played his triple captain and it nearly went so well why does it not let me see his team oh because I'm looking at his next week team I'm looking at his this week team where's Al Swallow he's called his team Played his triple captain, but put it on Sadio Mane. He chose Mane over Salah and put the triple captain on. Imagine if he'd have picked Salah and done it. 60 points. Genius. Um, yeah, in another game, it could have been Mane with a hat-trick. However, conversely, Salah always takes the penalties, so it was more likely to be Salah in any game. Bold move. Imagine that, if Salah blanked and Mane had got a hat-trick and people had capped in Salah, no one, owned, no one else owns Mane. I think, actually, John Boycoss has got them both. Yeah, bold move, Al. Unfortunately, it didn't pay off, and I can see your logic. Liverpool paying newly promoted leads. Liverpool will score three or four goals. They did. Mane's got every chance to be involved in them. Yeah, never mind. You've also got Justin on your bench for nine points. No, that's mental, Al, because you played Ailing from Leeds ahead of him. 
So you thought that Liverpool were going to stuff Leeds so hard that you can triple Captain Mane, but you're going to start a Leeds defender. That's 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 a little that's a little bit mental. Uh, Justin, Justin was in my a couple of my draft teams. Then I heard that he wasn't going to play, or he's not. Maybe he's not nailed long term. Big on assist this week, didn't he? Anyway, nine points. Who else was there? I was just looking at names. So I need to mention that. I need to mention that. Done, done, done. Selfie likes to be mentioned. He captained Vardy. Went for a bit of a differential because he doesn't own Uber or Salah. Ah, he's got Bruno and De Bruyne on his bench. Yeah, a very different approach. It's not worked out too bad. You've got 60 points. Decent game week overall. There's a couple of areas to sort out there, but I'm sure between you and your tag team partner, you'll talk it through and get it sorted. You also started with Wilson. Good punt. Nice one. Uh, nine hashtags. I think last week I said it was seven, didn't I? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is it eight or nine? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Selfie, I can only count eight hashtags. I would have thought it would have been nine, wouldn't it? Is it not for self nine, or does that spell something out? Two, three, four, five, six, seven. For the third time I've counted it, and it's still eight. Eight hashtags. Why is Selfie's name eight hashtags? Does it spell rebrand? Does that check out? I'm going to do it again. R-E-B-R-A-N-D. No, that's one short, isn't it? Unless it's hashtag rebrand? It's cryptic, certainly cryptic. Okay, one last thing on that is I want to look at Trigger's team because I'm playing Trigger next week. So let's work out what Trigger's gonna do. Although if I look at it and I give him say too much, he might then think, oh yeah, fuck, that is a problem. I need to sort that out. And then I'd have given him what he needs. Trigger got 62 points. He's got Patricia of Wolves in goal. Yeah, Wolves are good, but they're playing Ah, you've got McCarthy as well. You've got a swap around. I was going to say they've got Man City this week. So I assume you'll pick McCarthy out of those, but they're playing Spurs. Certainly the lesser of the two evils. Gibbs, the Cells, Kieran Tyranny. Yeah, he could be another one of these Arsenal names that pops up. Uh, they did look a lot more solid, again, against a newly promoted club. Let's see how they do against a decent team. Tillemans of Leicester. Uber, Ward Prowse, St. Maxim. Jimenez, not a good week for Jimenez. He's got Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who is essential, and Werner. Yeah, I'm not sure what you'll do with that trick. Mm. Oh, you've got KDB on your bench. He'll be coming in. Well, that's someone who I won't be able to cover because he's not making it into my team this week. Probably the week after, though, especially if he get, goes and has a hell of a game week. Yeah, this will be interesting, Trig. We've got a handful the same, but there's enough different to make it an interesting fixture. Yeah, there's not much I there's not much I can do to play that fixture. I did air quotes then for all of you that can't see, which is all of you. Uh, who are Newcastle playing? Because I want to know if Lascelles is going to be any good for you. The new Castle at home at Brighton. Yeah, why can't, he can get a clean sheet there. St. Maxim, Arsenal have got a good fixture. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I don't think that's going to be an easy fixture at all. Nice, I've cruised through this quite well. 35 minutes. Ah, another Kloss query. 
I've been asked to look at Slim's team. I did have a little look. Um, let's see how much I remember. Slim Shady, 63 points. Yeah, I looked and said he might turn it round a bit. And he has as well. So he's got Schmeichel as his keeper, six points. And this is when I saw his team, before Wolves and Everton had played. He's got Luca Dean, or Digne, Dingy, Dean, I think it's pronounced, 12 points. So he got an assist and he got all three bonuses. He's got Sayce, Dr. Sayce, Dr. Sayce, oh, Dr. Sayce, 15 points. Trent, fair enough. Alonso, I thought that was a mental pick, but Alonso started. He may be first choice. Only two points for him, but Chelsea will be getting some clean sheets once they get themselves sorted. A lot of money to spend on Alonso. Was anyone certain that he was going to play? Um, Alonso is an FPL legend, but uh, Gibby doesn't like him. Um, but yeah, that was a bold move. Then going forwards, he captained Aboumiang, uh, 14. Fraser, yeah, I guess there was probably news that Fraser wasn't fit. So he's in there. Neves, who only played 14 minutes. When I looked, I was like, I don't know if he's nailed. Havertz, decent punt. Antonio, same reasons as earlier. He's got horrible fixtures for weeks on weeks now. And West Ham aren't very good at football. Oh, Pulisic, he punted on Pulisic, who's still injured. Again, did you, did you need to with, with the question mark over so many of your players? DCL's gone and done it and got him eight points. Uh, Kelly on his bench, Martin Kelly, uh, four million defender from Crystal Palace. You don't. You only had to ask a couple of people, to, and they'd have told you that Mitchell was the four million one that's likely to play. Oh, and then this, Chris Wood on his bench. Yeah, now Chris Wood is at a reasonable price, six point five million. He will get goals. He won't get lots, but he will get goals. Um, Burnley's fixtures aren't too bad they've got some decent fixtures over the sort of first 10 game weeks or so but he didn't have a game game week one so was there really an urgent need to have him sitting on your bench now teams that have got Greenwood Marshall Kevin De Bruyne etc sitting on their bench I get it you've built your team around it they're going to come in game week two you've not taken the hit that so many people are going to take if they do well and their price goes up, you've got you've got that as well. That makes sense. It was a different start to the season. But I don't understand having Chris Wood in for game week one when he doesn't have a game. And you've ended up playing with nine men. No, ten men. You could get ten out. Fraser didn't play. Um, nor did Pulisic, nor did Kelly. He never was going to play. Um, you've got Ryan as a subkeeper, which is good. Ryan's a good goalkeeper. You could play him in goal all season. You've also got Schmeichel. Was there not a need to save some of that money to get 11 men out? Or for Chris Wood, have a punt on Mitrovic. Turned out to be injured. Got on for some minutes, though. Wilson. Um, I mean, I'd say even Antonio. You've got him already, so it couldn't have been. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't get that. And yeah, I guess we all, not everyone like scrolls through Twitters and listens to podcasts and YouTubes about Crystal Palace's defence, but it wouldn't have taken long just to like find out who's likely to start. There's loads of injuries, who's, who's been playing the pre-season games, who's likely to start. Enough people owned Mitchell in our league, let alone globally, to know that he was the one that would play. Mm. Talk to your tag team partner, Slim. 
talk about these things. That's why you've got a partner to talk it through. Also, well done for backing uh, Dean and Sace and Alonso. Another day of him starting, he could always get big points. But just if you're having a punt on a few players, just have a few. Have two or three. Don't have half your team as people that might not even play. Or one of them who certainly won't play because he's not got a fixture and is in no danger of price rising or other people getting his points. No one else owns Chris Wood. <laughs> a little bit mental. Good. Right, that was the things I'd written down. I'm just going to look at the transfers that have been made globally to scare you all. Um, 40 minutes. People said around 40 minutes was good. And then we'll, and then we'll wrap it up. So, obviously, let's have a look. Obviously, William is the most transferred in already. I believe he's gone up 0.1. Over 200,000 in. Kevin De Bruyne's had over 200,000 transfer her, him in. Her in. Him in. I guess that's his pronoun. Bamford has had over 200,000. Bruno, over 200,000. Gabriel of Arsenal. Yep. Arsenal's defence has got some picks. I don't think he's necessarily the pick. Yeah, he scored. Um... I'd be more interested in their fullbacks if they were at a similar price um, than him. But lots of people, someone scores a goal, you get them in. That's that's how it works. Let's go to the statistics page. Stats. I couldn't find the word statistics. They've made it stats. Sort by uh, price rise round. Yeah, so far just William and Bamford have both gone up 0.1. So if you want William now, he'll cost you 8.1. If you want Bamford, he'll cost you 5.6. Uh, I don't want Bamford, so I'm not worried about that. William, yeah, maybe, maybe I do. Not right now. Um, well, yes, right now, but also not after. Arsenal have got a very good fixture and then some not so good ones. So I'm happy just to let that team settle a bit. I'm probably repeating what I said last week and see. William does seem like he's going to be starting and he's involved in stuff and he still knows how to pass the football. There's no doubt in that. Um, but yeah, now he's gone to 8.1. He might as well go to 8.5 before I get him because it doesn't make much of a difference at this point. But well, I'll see. I want Arsenal to settle more first. I need to see United and City play too and give Chelsea a bit more time to see how they develop, to see really in that bracket of around seven to nine million, who is the midfielder that I want. And also, can I get them in? I can't have all the players. Salah costs 12 million. Martial costs nine. Werner, what's he, 9.5? I've got Uber still, yeah. He's 12. Again, Uber's probably going to be one that gets the chop earliest to make funds, but he's the talisman in that Arsenal team that looked like they're much improved. Said that I wouldn't chop Trent, but he's 7.5 tied up. Yep. It's, it's sometimes not knowing who the good players are. It's making them all fit within a team and having enough balance, isn't it? That seems like a good round of point, roundabout point to get to the end of. Good. We're at 43 minutes. I'm going to try and keep these to around 45 minutes. It seems to be a good time for people. It's a manageable time for me. Um, very happy FPL's back. Game week one wasn't quite as I wanted it to be, uh, but it did have some excitement. Dr. Sayer saving me at the end was fantastic. Nothing like a last-minute save. 
and I've got plenty to think about going into next week. And Mitchell, even though he's on my bench for six points, there's a playing four million defender. That's that's always handy when you're trying to get in so many big players, just to know that if one week you need to play him, even if you don't think he's going to get any points, you've got someone that plays. Unlike some teams this week, in the first game week only managed to get uh, 10 men out. Right. Thanks for listening. There'll be more jingles coming soon. And good luck in your planning for the upcoming week. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye.